0: Cat can be damn tedious people dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time just be a dog run around catch frisbees pee on a fire hydrant life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats catch salty talk mondays and wednesdays and every friday for salty's weekend warm-up 4 p.m eastern time add a little salt to your life and be more
1: dog.
2: Come to cut you into from
1: Raz Radio. It's time for a TF 52 flashback.
2: You know, Sean, I, I just thought of something. What's that? Why are you even worried about this? Shouldn't you be preparing for the end of the world in like three weeks?
1: No, I don't believe in the end of the world. I,
2: I-, I- Of all the shit you believe in, you don't believe that the Mayan calendar is going to end the world. Nope. No,
3: no they just ran out of space. Don't you know
4: that?
2: Yes. Wait a minute! You, you, you guys are getting all pompous on me when you believe things like like like, like the fucking Beatles were brought here to, to to destroy America's youth or control America's youth. And
3: no, I don't believe
1: in that kind of crap. Sean the, does. The, well, the Beatles. Yeah, Sean's
2: weren't,
3: way more extreme. Well, but, the
1: Beatles weren't yeah. directly brought here for that, but the development <laughs> oh, of rock and roll Christ and that that whole. Sucks. You
3: guys really got to pull out the worst (laughs) shit, don't
4: you?
1: Oh, I will. It's the development of the whole control factor. Again, why do they call it radio programming? Why do they call it TV programming? Because it's programming you to what you should be doing, believing, and saying.
3: But people are interested in those things, and it's entertaining, and people have been into entertainment since um, forever.
2: Or maybe it's because they call uh, maybe they call it programming because that's what they're doing is putting together
1: programs, Sean. They yeah, to program your mind. And to answer your question, honey, yeah, they have been doing it forever. It's called bread and circus. I'm they did it sure Roman I'm, times.
2: I'm pretty sure they put programs together to sell ad space. Just just a thought. I don't know. I you well, know, this thing I saw once is advertisement. <laughs> Which, by the way, that is the one really big silver lining. Even if a goat in West Virginia wins this presidential election, if I get one less piece of fucking election mail tomorrow, I will be the most happiest guy on earth. If I could turn that shit into toilet paper, Costco would go out of business.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Shifty, I've been saving all mine, and I'm going to slowly, I think I've got about 50 or 60 pieces, and I'm just going to mail you a piece a day.
5: I'll kill you.
0: You got, a, like, a little Internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate Drop. Yes. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. What
5: is the Chocolate Drop a show about?
0: Chocolate Drop?
5: Drop it on us. I, know.
0: I will not listen if you don't <laughs> tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh hip-hop. Rat Politics. Man skewing. Music. Yes. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the Chocolate Show? It's man skewing, yes? Rat true. RazRadioLive.com There you okay. go. And when does it air? Buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com There you go. I wish you the best. The, t- the chocolate drop. I'm so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat Knock yourself out, kid. Rat The ra- RazRadioLive.com There you go.
6: is the truth, nothing more.
1: Oh, and do I have a load of truth for you tonight, my friends. Welcome to the First 52, Raz Radio Live.com and all the other places. I, I just don't even try to list them anymore because there's so many affiliates and people working with us here that I just love it. It's June 13th, 2017. Just another week has gone by and moved on, and, and here we are trying to, to do another another week, another time of, of running around and figuring things out. Uh, we have a guest coming up here very shortly. Usually we do the guest in the second hour, but I want to make sure we get this out of the way and going. I think we're all going to find it very interesting. Some, some uh, Just a whistleblower, yet another whistleblower pointing something out that happened that he wants to get to. He wants to get to. Yes, I know Radio Confluence. Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, and of course, on the day, Disruption Networks. We're all there. Yes, I got you, Jay. I got you. <laughs> Let's bring Lexi in, honey. How you doing over there?
3: I'm doing awesome. How You're, are
1: you? I'm doing great. Do you have a good week at work?
3: Uh, so far, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> the, a good couple days. The
1: work week just began, all right? it's Just yeah. getting rolling. And of course, all the way in Guatemala... Our Guatemalan correspondent, Four Toads, how you doing, brother? I can't hear you. I can only hear you through her mic. You can only hear her me through her mic. That makes no sense. Am I broadcasting? Yeah, I'm broadcasting there. Eh, I don't don't know know what you press, but I can't hear you anymore. I, I don't understand how that's feasibly possible, Dave. Unless you're hearing through the camera. Do I have the camera? Whatever.
6: Setup? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not hearing you through a microphone. I can hear Lexi. Fine. I can't hear you. I can't believe five years into this is still fucking technical
1: problems. Yeah. Well, there's always technical problems. Anyway. How's your week I been? I paycheck in this place because I quit. <laughs> <laughs> how's your week been? How,
3: how's Dude, your week been? Uh,
6: I, I can't do a show like this if I can't hear the, the host talk. I don't. Can you
1: talk to him?
3: Well, I, I don't know. He's checking Skype settings now. He thinks he left that microphone on or something.
1: Put but on, like so, he
3: was asking me or you how your week's been.
6: My week was pretty uh, tame week. I I spent most of the time inside. I got a little sick. I picked up some little bug somewhere lo- along the line, and it was just a a quick thirty six hour thing. Um, plus, uh, rainy season here is not like rainy season in Florida. You know, like it'll rain. You know, an hour or sometime in the afternoon. That's it. For it rained pretty much for three days, and I, I, I oh. seriously thought, I thought to myself, if this is the way rainy season is here, I'm coming back in a month. <laughs> I can't, I just can't deal. <laughs> I, I did not move to fucking Seattle. You know? you
3: keep coming across reasons to check out early. I'm noticing. <laughs>
6: I, I just I can't do six months in the in the rain. He's can't been he's been wanting but, but to check out. People have assured me that no, no. It's usually it's nice until two o'clock, and then from two on, you got the threat of rain. And that's what happened. To, actually, was at four o'clock here? And it's it looks like it might rain, but it might not. So I, I could this I could deal with. You know. Uh, and uh, aside from that, I had a couple more crashes with my motorcycle. So I've I've you know at forty nine, I finally sworn off drinking and riding motorcycles in Guatemala. For how long? Um, hey. i won't do it again because I, I just don't want to crash anymore anyway, you know, <laughs> just i look i did it four fucking times and all i did was get some you know some burns and some scrapes you know i'm Are you not sure i don't
3: think i'm that last week though
1: <laughs> yeah but i was i was out having a good time <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we'll definitely uh, get into i i still can't believe forto can't hear me this doesn't make any sense because i am type piped in everything and i'm going through the same thing she's through uh can you hear me at all dave
6: I like can only hear you, which what's, what's sounds like... Why don't you lower Lexi's mic and then say something?
1: Can you hear me now, Dave? Hello? 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 Yeah, if you said anything, That's... it's definitely coming through Lexi's mic. Your mic is yeah,
6: not, I don't right. know if... Wow. I don't know if it's going, through, if it's going out like that or... or if you Honey, can, you can hear me, right? I was Honey, listening to you before when you called me a half hour ago. I can hear
1: you. Yeah. You can hear me. That's I didn't change anything. That's really interesting. Uh, considering we're both going through the same board, and you should be able to hear me because you're hearing her through the board. Yeah, I heard like I said, I heard you before. You pressed a button, man. I pressed he a button. I
3: heard you during the break at some point.
1: Yeah. Well is he called there, me and I heard it. Is there
3: him. anything connected to this that would create a problem? No.
1: No. Not at all. Well, I don't that's know. That's why I'm way confused that's right now. Well now, anyway, we gotta dial up our interview. Uh let's hopefully uh, you better make I, I hope they could hear you too. Yeah, well I've already yeah, it, I hope so. Well I used that yesterday, so I know they can hear me, but that's just kind of weird that you can hear her microphone but not mine. You know how my shit's set up. It all goes through the same place, so there's no reason. I heard
6: you five minutes ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It really just doesn't add up. And I'm getting uh, production sounds know, good on the other end.
6: Button that's that's not hit on your side or no because a, it's a dialed down or something. You did something yeah. because or or maybe it's time you get
1: a new fucking board it's, it's been through a couple of razzfests.
3: Maybe, yeah. You know.
1: Well, considering that it's going to the broadcast,
3: it has an entire bottle of Corona in it.
1: But it's yeah. going. It's going you to know, the broadcast. I specifically
6: gave you, you know, computer equipment so you don't have to spend money on a computer. and You could buy a, a board. And let me fucking remind you about the concealed weapons permit
1: too. Yeah. See, so there we go. He's gonna keep reminding us stuff.
3: He did say he needs to go.
1: I. What did get I, that I say today? I said that he today. Said that,
3: you said that last night. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Today at lunch.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It was That's at right. lunch. He has
6: a gun. Two fucking too. years. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's been about two years.
1: I literally said that today at lunch. He's it's got a van. Funny. He's
6: got cameras in there. He's got a entertainment system. Yeah. Can't
1: bring the gun out of the house. Well, I can bring the gun out of the house. I just got to put it in the glove box of the van. He's
6: that, wasn't, just... that, that wasn't the reason why I gave you that <laughs> gun and that holster.
1: I know. He's just
3: not one to appease. Like, he'll do all the things he knows will irritate someone. Well, that's usually he...
1: how I operate. Absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely how I operate. And hopefully, you know, uh I know,
3: uh, I'm on the edge.
1: Hopefully, four toad's hearing and, and everything's going to work out here. Yes, I am on call, so I do have my stuff turned up over here guys just so you're aware of that. Um, let's go ahead and get into our guest, four toad. I don't know why again you can't hear me, but we're going to go ahead and get into our guest. Um, who right, is- here's
6: the deal? If I can't hear him either, I'm just going to mute and wait until later. Okay. Um, I don't have I can't add my I mean I read all the stuff uh you know all the stuff anyway, it's, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, shit well, that we
6: haven't seen before.
1: It's it's interesting to see what we got, honey. We're gonna we're gonna bring Stephen Crawley up. steven you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
7: It's uh, Steve Crosley.
1: Crosley, I'm sorry. I, I I had your stuff up here, and then I had to close it out to look for something else. Dave, can you hear Steve? It's
7: like radios, cars, yes, refrigerators. I just don't get any royalties.
1: Very nice uh again steve we talked earlier today my name is sean uh i've been doing this show about five and a half years now uh my co two of my co-hosts are here with us tonight the first one is my wife lexi honey say hi to steve
3: hi steve howdy howdy
1: and then my other co-host is his name is dave he's over in guatemala right now hey How what's going on
7: from a long way away
1: <laughs> Yeah, very long way away uh he's been working with me both of them have been working with me since the start of the show uh, so they're uh, on the same track I am. Uh, first off, let's start with your history, Stephen, and, and tell us uh, you're, you're a veteran. You're a retired, right? For, if I'm not mistaken, you retired from the Air Force or from the Army. 100%. Okay, so and that was a was that a medical retirement or was that a full term retirement?
7: Yeah, that was medical retirement. Okay, uh, from injuries.
1: How many years did you serve?
7: Uh, from 2001 to 2013, officially. I was on a five-year temporary disability f- uh, since 2009. Okay. But they gave me an extra five years to my uh, military record.
1: And what was your MOS?
7: 11 Bravo, 11 Mike.
1: Okay, so the infantry. For that. There we go. Uh, I was an 88, Mike. I was a truck driver. I probably took you most of the places you went. Uh, that, that's what my MOS was. I did uh, reserves and uh, National Guard. I started in '98, got out in 2004, um, and that was my term. I, as I told you in the messaging we shared, I don't call myself a veteran because I never was deployed. I never went overseas. I am a service veteran, but I'm not a, a combat veteran, uh, so I don't I don't like to call myself a veteran. Except I'm veteran. You're a citizen soldier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, tell us about what you did when you when you were in the military. You you deployed to Afghanistan, correct?
6: Iraq
1: Iraq okay and and while you were over there, um, obviously war is a horrible thing and even especially well, let's start here let me backtrack for a moment. What is your thoughts on the Iraq- Afghanistan war and what we've been doing for 15 years?
7: Uh, that's a good question I, I see poor people killing poor people and rich getting richer okay. um, that's, that's how I felt about over there. I went into it believing that uh, Thomas Jefferson had talked about Islam and it not being compatible. And I was doing my civil, you know, my civic duty to uh, serve. Didn't like Islam. Studied as much as I could. I cheat Arabic I can speak Arabic now, mostly. You know, how to tell you how to get on the ground. Uh, I worked with the people there. I met the Yazidis. And I just didn't. I don't feel like we did any good. We left and it's, we, it's even worse.
1: Okay. All right. Well, see, so you're on the same track as us. Uh, you know, uh, I am a conspiracy guy, as I've been called multiple times. People are starting to call me the, the, the not, a, not a conspiracy theorist, but they're actually starting to call me a, consp- a theorist instead of a conspiracy theorist because a lot of the things that we've discussed over the past five, six, seven, eight, nine years um, sh- slowly has come to fruition, slowly has uh, become actuality. Uh, and it's scary to see those kinds of things. Uh, stuff we've talked about in the past is is military uh, suicide rates. Uh, as I told you when we talked, uh, the story of depleted uranium and and how our troops have been uh, affected by this depleted uranium that's in the ammunition that's that's all over the battleground uh, where they're fighting at. Uh, the I was vac- a
7: Bradley this yes, you now, so I know what you're talking about.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, David Rocky. I think a uh, uh, um, uh, commander Rocky. I believe was the name I was trying to remember the other night when we spoke. Uh, and he was one of the guys that did the whole um, uh, chemical biological. He was a chemical biological specialist. And his job was to handle the, the, the decontamination and the understanding of depleted uranium. And he died, uh, I believe, two or three years ago from the poisoning of depleted uranium, uh, unfortunately, as he was fighting to try to get the understanding of this. That's a problem uh, in itself. Then we also deal with, like, the anthrax uh, vaccinations and pills that, that were forced on the troops back in the, in the late 90s early. N- what was that? Lyme
7: ricks, especially. Yeah. Lyme ricks was given to many, many uh, veterans. Uh, up till 2003, I understood. I actually have a study on it uh, and all the case files on the Lyme ricks. I gave it to a few people.
1: Lyme ricks. That's a new one. So... So I, the, what it's I was doing—it
7: actually gave you Lyme symptoms,
1: Lyme or disease. chronic Lyme, right?
7: Uh, rather than you know keeping you from getting it, and they don't—they don't give it anymore. It's uh, discontinued.
1: Imagine that. Imagine that. And that—that's—that's. That's, I wanted to bring some of the things that have happened or our troops to light because I think you've come up with, um, or, or you're involved in in something totally new, uh, beyond those things I just mentioned. Uh, so. Dave, I know you read a lot of the paperwork, uh, honey. I know you didn't really get to see any of it because I didn't get it over to you yet. Uh, Dave, from your impression, and then we'll get Stephen to describe to us what he's experiencing. But from your impression of what you read down there in Guatemala, I sent, I sent him your paperwork. So, uh, Stephen, so what did you get from that, Dave?
6: Well, there I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things. Eight, nine of things to read. I'm hearing a. Uh, uh, there is a. Uh, feedback on me. Now it's gone. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I have the Limerick's one right up here. And I did I did actually read it. And I was actually uh, it was fascinating that you know they they injected it with these people and there's there's uh, letter after letter after letter that you know as soon as I got this, bad things started to happen. And this it almost looks like a, if he is saying that Limrix is actually um, off the market now, here's something that we could say. We could we, anytime we get into this anti vaxxer um, argument, we could say, hey Limrix. Check that out. You yeah, know, there's that. proof here that it fucked people up and now it's off the market. You know, Everyone thinks uh, vaccines are safe. Well, here's one where it wasn't. And you know, this is just another tool to use to open people's eyes. Now, some of the other things I read about, the, the, first of all, this ancient parasitic inf- infection, which uh, fascinated me uh, a little bit. Uh, there's this, this crazy shit going on in, in the Middle East, uh, this para- prehistoric parasite. Um, what else did he have here? And this other one I didn't really get to read. This, this uh, zoon, zoonotic? 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 Zoonotic. Zoonotic, yeah. Yeah,
7: zoonotic. That just means a transfer between animal and human. Uh, I think I'd mentioned galls of the Bible, uh, not the fish galls, but the actual plant galls. Of a parasitic that was spread by sand flies in a way. And not only was it a plant gall, but it was an animal gall and human gall too. And it was spoken about in the Bible.
6: Wow. So here here are these things that, you know, and and it seems to be, you know, that the U.S. military, the people in charge of the military, Treat their people like uh, they are uh, guinea pigs and they can experiment on them. I mean,
1: Jesus Christ, how many people are are fucked up because of the shit that uh, the United States government did to them? Well, Popeye, Popeye is a a veteran and he's experienced uh, damage from, I believe, vaccines is what got him. Uh, I don't know if you know Popeye or not, Stephen. Have uh, ever heard the name? I was
7: I was informed of him and uh, about his vaccine-related injuries, and that usually just causes immunosuppressive, you know, disease.
1: Right.
7: It's seen in in the Lyme ricks. if, and if you received anything like that from anthrax, any bacterium, uh, vaccination for bacteria, you're probably going to see uh, you're going to see vaccine-related injuries in it.
1: Yeah, see, I was vaccinated. Uh, I I did EMS before I went in the military, and I was vaccinated doing EMS. Uh, they gave me uh, uh, the hepatitis uh, B or C vaccine, which is a horrible vaccine. Uh, and then I went in the military after that and got a whole load of vaccines. Uh, my wife and I, we have a eight year old together, almost nine, and we stopped vaccinating after what the first round of vaccines, honey?
3: Uh, it was three months.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. three months vaccines. Because we saw damage. We saw uh, something happening and we stopped in time and and he's turned out good. (laughs) He's hyper. (laughs) He's crazy. He's a good kid. No, he's a good kid. Uh, So we are. My
7: oldest son is also, he has a slight autism and we thought was from vaccines also. And from then on, we have four children. We had them spaced out much further because if you're going to go to public school, you got to have them. But they have a leeway here in Texas. Your doctors will work with you.
1: Well, down here in Florida, we have uh, we have a will issue vaccine waiver basically. You just go in, you tell them you want a vaccine waiver, you don't need a reason, you don't need the medical reason or a religious reason, nothing. They just give it to you, which is great. Uh, we really appreciate that here.
7: I'm glad you have it. Yeah.
1: So what happened um in Iraq in Iraq uh that uh, there's something to do with water. Uh, I know there's there's some water contamination involved here. Uh, I did read your stuff, but I kind of like to to use you to tell me the story, because you can tell it better than I can.
7: Uh, The water purification came from Halliburton and Kellogg Brown and Root. Great, Um, great companies. (laughs) Yes, great companies, wonderful companies, but one of the wonderful things that came out of that company was Ben Carter. Benjamin Carter was our whistleblower, and uh, he came out, and William Granger backed him up, and... The United States government sued Halliburton and Kellogg Brown and Root over the water purifications, burn pits, you name it. Just burning, you know, equipment we weren't even going to use, brand new, burning them. I mean, there was chemicals in those. Besides the burn pits, the water purification is the main issue. Uh, I just came back from the VA today and talked to my doctor, and he showed me that I had, for three years, they knew I was positive for Q fever.
1: For cute, cute fever,
7: cute fever,
1: and what's uh, what's some of the side effects or some of the symptoms of that?
7: Uh, you, know, you get some nausea, but you have lung issues, and that's where the lung issues came from, and not the asperliosis, as a fungus that's found very commonly, actually, but it's found a lot in the fecal matter that's blown in the wind in Iraq. Everyone goes outside and poops. All the animals poop.
1: Right. Well, and everybody's got to poop.
7: So you got, you know, it could come from, the Q fever could come from uh, the water purification. It could come from just breathing, uh, you know, the air and sandstorms. It could come from uh, sand flies have proven to, to spread not only uh, what they call dum dumb or black fever, but Q fever and all of the, um, the type of um, spirochetes that affect the lymph nodes. It's a special type of bacterium. So what's the
1: what's uh, the calm. what's the culprit uh, the the uh, culpable culprit what, what word am I culprit? thinking? Cul- the, well, how is culpr- the, how, how is the government culpable? Uh, how is the <laughs> government involved, or or what? Where did they fail? I know they, they fail all the failed, time.
7: When they when when Benjamin Carter came out and and they won their lawsuit against Halliburton and KBR, they failed to mention it to the soldiers that there were pathogens that they were introduced to. And not only that, but Halliburton and KBR followed suit. That is criminal. That's criminal. And that 22 soldiers dying a day, if I can link it, is not just criminal, but grounds for something else.
1: Well, I would definitely agree that that could be added into the mix of the 22. I mean, we know... Uh what you've done or what's been done over there is is uh one of the the lead reasons why people commit suicide, but being put on these medications and, and and having to take antidepressants to to combat the the horrors of what's been going on and what you're dealing with physically uh it it's gotta be rough i mean that's gotta be. A hard thing. My
7: my issue with the psychotropics, that you, you know, when you talk like that, I, I picture CCHR, which is Citizens Commission on Human Rights, and they're real big on not taking the psychotropics. Right. In some instances, those psychotropics are needed, and it might balance you out as long as you're gu- as you're guided and you have someone that's following you with this medication, these chemicals, right. and the imbalances that follow, and they can counter that and equal you out. But that does not happen through the VA system. So, does, so the, does the Scientologist have it right? Yes. But they're using that now to recruit soldiers into Scientology that CCHR has proven they have infiltrated
1: Oh, you're talking about the anti-pharmaceutical movement, which is based around Scientology. So I, I do, I, it's funny you bring that up, because I did see something about Scientology and... Um,
7: it's another uh, front I'm on. I, I can't fight two fronts. Right. And, and I have to find out where.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to deal with one thing at a time. That's why when we do this radio thing, you know, we deal with multiple different issues that we pay attention to. Pharmaceuticals. Um, I haven't taken a pharmaceutical in twelve years. Something like that, honey.
3: Easily. Yeah,
1: and I, I'm in pain. I, I deal with things, but I don't trust them. I will not take them. I, I just won't. I won't give them to my wife. I won't. Or I won't. I, I ask my wife to try to stay away from. Them. We won't give them to our child. Uh, and. I as I agree there are there are situations where they can be useful. I think there's other things out there. Uh I don't know if you ever list, looked at studies into uh sil- cybal- Dave how do you say it? What? psilocybin, psilocybin, which you get. Yeah, I
7: knew you were trying to say psilocybin. I was thinking it too.
1: I'm bad with words. Uh, I'll I'll tell you right now. I I do radio, but I'm really bad with words. So
7: (laughs) that's why I keep these guys around. Wait, wait. You know what? If you're sick, and when you, if you're like us, there's a cognitive problem, and we don't really know what's vaccine-related injuries are the same way. True. It's a chemical. There are some vaccines that can chemically castrate you in every way so that there are issues that need to be discussed and vaccines are one of them cool. uh, because it's a chemical
1: what were you going to say dave
7: and there are so I, he-
1: I wanted to hear him talk about psilocybin that's all so have you looked into that because that is something they've discussed for treatment for um ptsd std between that and, and marijuana treatment, they've discussed I that. I use
7: marijuana. I try to use the edibles. I had a lung that collapsed. It's messed up, and I don't want to add any more. I love Cuban cigars, little cahivas. Right. So I, I'm breaking away from that. I don't dip snuff anymore, but uh, I don't okay. like smoking weed because it doesn't reach all of the receptors. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't feel any pain relief if I smoke it. Okay. You know, I, I, am I going to forget I'm in pain? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, so, right. My like edibles, they're great and they hit all the receptors that you need. I actually do find pain relief only in the edibles. Right. So I can't tell people, yeah, go smoke weed and you're going to be fine because it's great for an, maybe an antidepressant. Or, you know, if you're an angry guy like me, you definitely could use a little smoke sometimes.
1: <laughs> That's great to hear because, you know, you look like you, you know, in our conversations, um, you were very hardcore military. It's very easy to tell that, that about you. You know, you were one of those guys that I don't. Th- discipline, yeah, yeah. I don't think if you would have not got medically discharged, I think you probably would have been a 25 year. Uh- yes, I
7: would have, and I have lots of positions that they would have put me in. I went to school. I was with the 75th First Army. I'm responsible for deploying over 2,500 troops. That's why I feel that I'm obligated to take care of my soldiers, and we never ever leave a fallen comrade. So this ticket that I got at the VA, I'm not going to try and cry right now. Uh, I got a ticket at the VA for disorderly conduct and uh, something else, disturbance of the peace. And this was while I was talking to some ladies begging for help. And they said, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, we can't do this. I said, well, what can you do? What are you obligated to do? She goes, just look at your skin. So I said, okay. I want you to imagine all these other soldiers like Esteban Santiago, like uh, Michael or Pettigrew, or, or this other guy, uh, you know, John Newman Jr., and they begged for help. I want you to imagine that I'm begging for help right now, and this is your last chance. And what would happen if I came back tomorrow, the next day, next week? Would the cops get up here fast enough to save you or draw a chalk line around your body? Apparently that was taken as a terrorist threat.
1: And enough- luckily,
7: I didn't get thrown in jail. I got a ticket for over two hundred and fifty dollars, and I find that now my senator is involved, which he wasn't involved, but my congressman has been. But now my senator is involved in an entire hospital. I was followed around by four or five police officers. I- so this this two hundred and fifty dollars ticket's priceless today, uh, if it saves twenty two a day.
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm looking at the ticket he was just holding up there for us to see. Uh And it makes you it makes you wonder, you know, if you make that kind of comment or that kind of statement and then they they come in and they harass you even more. Don't they think that might actually push you even further into it? I mean, let's think
7: here. It, they need to hear it from the guys that are, that did actually commit those crimes and, and, and killed what one- People in airports or workplace or walked in and he had a fake gun asking the cops to kill him. I wanted them to see that look in my eye. That one instant, I wanted them to feel what I'm speaking for those three soldiers. Robert Rojas, who ran those people over in New York. I'm speaking for that troop, too. I'm speaking for a couple other troops. I want them to hear that desperation one chance. I want to give them a scenario of just one thing now that they you. can do right because it's never too late to do the right thing. Now I get they where you're going. Thing, and yeah. then they called the law on me and swatted me.
1: Unreal. They, Dave, uh, any thoughts on that? I didn't realize you pushed the mic back there, dude. I mean, Oops. sorry about that. No, you're No, dude, that's that. That's the kind of thing, and I didn't know where you were going and and where you were bringing that. But then I got it at the end there, and and you were just trying to make the example of you know if somebody would have reached out, you know, not that you were going that direction, but if somebody would have reached out to these three other individuals and and would have been there for them and helped them, um, it might they not have happened.
7: They listened to them like they listened to me. That, that just that one instant that I convinced them. And they called out, you know. Of course, they swatted me. Cops came over. But if they had listened to those troopers when they asked for help, they might have lived, and those people might have lived in that airport or that workplace.
6: Right, right. Dave, thoughts? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just coughing my brains out here. Um, but I like the guy's passion. I like that he, you know, that he's he's willing to, you know, take a ticket to try to save people. And and uh, I'm sorry, I can't really talk much. But uh, you know, keep up the good sacrifice. work, man. And, yeah. These soldiers are prepared. You know, yeah. At
7: least we, as long as the mission is completed, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you complete the mission. I'm the I'm the mission specialist, and I get to choose what line I cross. As long as the mission is completed and twenty two are saved a day, I think it's worth it, and that's a sacrifice I'm willing to take. So,
1: Stephen, what's uh, uh, what's your what's your organization that you uh that you're working under, or or how can people? I, Fire I
7: left up. every organization because I uh, stepped over the line on a lot of stuff. I was with Invisible Scars. I was with Alan Hill out of Kerrville and the old Kerrville Armory there, the National Guard Armory. Okay. I've I've helped a lot of soldiers get to a hundred percent, and uh, you know I'm very thankful for that. But I don't belong to any more organizations. I am. Just you. I had to step over the line, so I couldn't bring anyone in with me. Have you? I'm not alone. People are watching. I'm not alone. Right. It's just I can't. I can't include everyone.
1: And you, you do have a YouTube channel that you're working, that you have up and running. And you made a comment earlier tonight to me, uh, not during the show here, but earlier when we talked uh, about not being able to put something up. If there's ever anything that you need up, you can. Uh, I'd be happy to put it up on my end, uh, on my YouTube. Once I get
7: whistleblower protection from uh, this company. There, uh, it's. I don't want to give the lawyer's name. I guess Mary knows, and if you talk to Mary, then I to- I told Mary about it. Okay. And I had another doctor that reached out. They just had a big meeting in Florida. My name was dropped. They said a hundred times, and that was the people that reached out to me on Twitter, and uh, I think she was on Facebook.
1: That's where I'm out of. I'm out of Florida. So.
7: Yeah, my name was dropped there at the Lyme disease deal they just had there in Florida. And they said, "Yeah, I've heard of Corporal Crossway. Someone else was like, "Yeah, I've heard of them too." Well, so let us let, let's,
1: let's look at something here. Let's look at the elephant in the room that I just kind of smacked me in the face. Um, <laughs> a lot of people believe that Lyme disease was developed up in Lyme, New York, uh, or Lyme, Connecticut, whatever one it was there. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and Plum Island. Yeah, yeah, Plum Island, and and, and now a, 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 a drug that they're giving troops is giving the same symptoms of this disease that conspiracy theorists believe was developed at this island are, are, are you are, are you hypothesizing feasibly that that whatever they did there to develop that is is part of this or
7: it could there there's a possibility you want to take a percentage of soldiers that who are not in combat that have no ptsd you want to take those soldiers that didn't deploy and you want to look at that vaccine related injury But you also want to look at contact between other soldiers that did deploy. And you know, and then you're going, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of go down a list. And I, that's what I've done is made a list of vaccine related injuries to, uh, possible deployment, uh, infections being around other soldiers. So, uh, I don't want to say vaccines this way or that way. It has to be the numbers need to be looked at. There's a guy that can crunch these numbers and come up with something. And I'm a dumb infantry grunt. If I can do it, they can do it.
1: Right. Well, I, I've said
7: it it is life or death. If, if I don't, the soldiers die in an hour, right. roughly an hour. Right. So I, you got to move quick.
1: I've Especially sent it to when you're working with them. I, I've sent it, sent your paperwork and what you sent me to uh, uh, Scott, Dave, our buddy Scott here. Uh, and he is—he's yeah. former Air Force. He was a uh, an intelligence analysis, um, and he's got a lot of connections in the world. And and uh, I I got him looking at it. He hasn't got back to me about it yet. Uh, but it's somebody I trust. That's why I sent it to him. Uh, and and we're gonna try to advance things forward and and uh, see where we can help you here at Raz Radio. That's my son waving the day if he hasn't seen him in a while. <laughs>
7: Gentlemen, I don't need, I'm 100% AWQ. I'm taking care of, they're fixing this house up right now so it meets VA standards. I'm buying it. I, I, I All I want to do, you know what I want to well, do. we want to take I care of the
1: other people it. too. That, that's what I mean. I, we, we need to but get I having
7: you protect me and watch my six and know what I'm going through and see the suffering that it does cause. Because if I had traumatic stress, it would be from covering and being reassigned when they die. That their grief reassigned right to me, and Corporal Crosley does not like to deal with this. Trust me, he doesn't want to do it alone. But uh, again, just as long as we save twenty-two, it, I, I can't, I can't be with you guys because I reach outside the line. I I, I step over. I'm I'm probably going to go to jail.
1: Over this ticket or just in general? Not over... just the
7: ticket. I, my son got arrested by a drug dealer. I'm not drug. It might, he was arrested. He was drugged at a party. And uh, I took him down to the hospital, got a toxicology. It was shown that he was poisoned, not only just him, but seven other kids whose parents followed my suit. And uh, I went and made a citizen's arrest when the police wouldn't do anything. And there, they were gang members. <laughs> And uh, I made a citizen's arrest, had the law called, and uh, I went to jail. I've got other issues, too. Wow, yeah. I don't let anyone poison my kid, let alone 22 soldiers a day.
1: Right. Now, you, you, are, you were standing on the side of, of justice and really trying to, to make a difference. And uh, it, it all tumbles in sometimes, and you, you just don't know how to, to hold on what to is, it all. It's, well,
7: what is, what, is, what is the infantry job, job description? You close in on the enemy and you kill them in close quarter combat. And that's really what I know. I'm an expert. I'm a professional. Uh, This is what I
1: do. Now, Stephen, man, i got to tell you, um, you're a very impressive man. And I hope that uh, you can get organized with some people and and, and you don't have to go to jail. I I hope we can prevent that. I don't don't know if if there's anything. If I have
7: chronic Q fever... I'm. In t- it's temporary insanity, so it's not. So you know, I'm not too worried about it. Temporary insanity plea, and I can. I'll win. Electro neurotoxicity. in to brain. Come, come to Guatemala.
1: There's no GMOs. There's no vaccines. There ain't shit here. <laughs> he's loving it there. He's been there what eight, uh, seven weeks now. Dave. Six weeks today. Six weeks today. Wow. Yeah. It, well, he he's looking the expat um, direction. He's been talking about this for. As long as I've known him and he's gone through with it, uh, finally went to explore areas to go. Um, I know other people that have gone to Costa Rica uh, and different areas in the region he's in uh, to, to just get away from what this government is is pushing on all of us it's unfortunate yeah, it's they- gonna
7: be a while before-, before the united states tries to uh invade south america so you'll see safe for a while
1: yeah oh by far yeah there, there's nothing really there for them Yeah, they don't need i think in the 90s more. the
6: u.s uh invaded guatemala there was a civil war here i gotta do some more research on that but I was, I was just talking to somebody about that today
1: there must have been something they needed at the time in the 80s yeah for us. well you've heard of um and, and Stephen, I can tell that you are. I mean, I can see you. I'm looking at you. I can tell that you uh, really care about this, and uh, you kind of remind me. Not- you kind of remind me of um, uh, who am I thinking of? Dave, thirteen, uh, nineteen, early nineteen hundreds. Um, Smedley Butler. Smedley Butler, right? You're kind of you're kind of giving me that feel a little bit the way you're talking, and you just want to do right. I know it's a different angle, but the, uh, that you should take that honorably. And uh, you know you, you really, I, I appreciate. I really have
7: to go ahead and know his history. I, I I don't know much about his history, but I know who you're talking about. That's that is uh, correct. Thank you.
1: Yeah, Smedley Butler uh, tried to stop uh, a coup. Basically, he was offered the presidency and 500 thousand troops to take over the U.S. government.
7: Wow, Steve, I'll, I'll definitely check in. There. I'm not trying to start. I'm not trying to stop a coup. I'm just trying to save troops and uh, just bring things by. Go
1: ahead, Dave.
6: It, it, well, if he has a chance, you can have, have a go hero Google
7: complex. Him. I've been told, so that's probably <laughs> what my <laughs> issue.
1: Dave,
6: what were you to say? Uh, he can Google the, the the name of the book "War Is a Racket." You can find it on PDF. It's it's a really short read, and then you, once you re- read that, and then uh, go uh, Google the business plot with uh, who you know Prescott Bush was involved in that. You'll you'll see that they they tried to overthrow the uh, the American government using uh, American military.
7: Barely catch
1: them. Oh yeah, yeah, It's it's all about uh, using the U.S. I'm gonna have to check all this again. Obviously, uh, it's all about. The obviously, th- it's all about. You, sp- c- you can't test beforehand. Yeah, I gotta go move everything around and go right into a live show. I did anyway. Um, just look into Smedley Butler. Uh, War is a racket, and the what was that, Dave? The the something plot. The business plot. The business plot. Uh, look into those two things, and and you'll get an idea who he was, and and. No matter what angle you're looking at it, you are combating the government in general. I mean, they they use troops. They use all of us. Everybody who is is not one of the elite, they use us in a way, shape, or form. Troops are used in one way. Civilians are used in another way. And um, I honor, I I really respect what you're doing, and I hope you can keep yourself uh, in in a good track to be able to help because going the wrong way isn't going to help anybody either.
7: That's right. It, you got to tell yourself and everyone else around you that what you're trying to do, but you tell them it's never too late to do the right thing. And and, and I want to give everyone a chance. I don't want to be the bad guy either. I want to give everyone a chance to do the right thing.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Man. I mean, I'm
7: the VA, the government, not you know, but everyone should be. You, sh- you should be always trying to do the right thing. Hey,
1: you were promised something when you signed that contract. All you want is is that out of what you signed, and for everybody else that signed that same contract. That's all you're looking for, let's be honest. That, that, that's the end of it.
7: I can't, they actually kept her into the contract. I just they didn't, they didn't tell me I was going to get sick on top of it, so they, they missed something in the contract. Yeah. Got to keep them eyes and teeth crossed.
1: So. Yeah, and they get around it sometimes, don't they? All right, Stephen, tell us uh, one more time how people, if they can help you, uh, where they can find you, how you, people can get in touch with you to help you or to help the situation in general.
7: Uh My email is stevecrosley73 at gmail.com. My phone number, I always give it out. Anyone can contact me. I'm not that scary of a guy. It's 830-688-0591. I, I won't bite your head off. I, I'm here to help if I can. And uh, my Facebook account, uh, is it Steve Crosley? Uh, YouTube is Retired Warrior. I'm retired and I'm a warrior. I don't worry.
1: And if you're a troop out there that maybe uh, needs some advice or or maybe um, is feeling problems and maybe Steve can help you out, he can maybe turn you in the right direction of who can help you, uh, reach out to him. Obviously, he's giving you his phone number. Call him. If I
7: can't help you, I promise I will find someone that will, and I won't rest till I will.
1: There you go. That's a promise. And that's what we need, man. I really, I appreciate that. You stay in touch with me. You, If you got something going on, you send me a, a message on Facebook, You email me, whatever. I'd be more than happy to continue uh, helping you help the troops.
7: I, I appreciate y'all letting me come on uh, and tell my story uh, and what we're trying to do and accomplish. Uh, and uh, I thank y'all so much, your guests and uh, everything as well.
1: Absolutely, Steve. And we will talk to you again soon, all right, my friend?
7: God bless everyone. Thank you.
1: Peace out, my friend. Be safe. Out here. So there you go. Um, that was very interesting. I mean, he's got a lot going on. And, and I was looking in that man's eyes, Dave. I know you couldn't see it, but right. I, I could see his eyes. And, and he cares, man. He's hurting. He he wants to do something to make a difference. Yeah.
6: You know, it, I liken it to who's that chick that, that just came out of Scientology? And now she did a special, Leah Remini. Leah Remini. Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remini so Leah Remini, she's like, yeah, I know. For fucking th- thirty years, I was I was backing it. And now all of a sudden, I know it's bullshit, and now I'm talking out about it. And that this is what you know, Steve is doing. You know, he, he was I can't in, wait involved. To watch that. Hmm.
3: I said, I can't wait to watch that.
6: But the 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 A and E shows.
3: Yeah.
6: They've already been on.
3: Oh, I have. I not watched
1: them yet. I've watched like four or five episodes. Oh. You, you, you go,
3: Oh, let see if it's on demand. Let then. me ask
1: you is this better now cuz I noticed when I turned down that channel. No. No, okay. I don't know. It sounded when you were talking to the, the guest it sounded like either you were closer
6: to the mic but I could hear you better. So I don't know what mic I, I could hear you on. Well, okay. we thought uh, it was your wife's mic. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. You'll you'll fix that by next week, right
1: yeah I'll figure out what the fuck I mean,
6: yeah you know while we were talking I was like I'm gonna fucking build another mumble server on the cloud and we're gonna go mumble we're going back to mumble <laughs> going
1: back to mumble going back to mumble all right uh what we'll do here is we're gonna take a break uh, when we come back we'll get into some of the events of the week we'll do the four toed Guatemala update although I think we got most of that out already but uh we'll review it real briefly because I know uh what's his name. Biscuits. Skin Biscuits is really interesting. Sorry, Skin. I, just... I couldn't
3: tell if he was being sarcastic or what What that was.
1: You, you could never tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: like, we kind of talk about that every week. He's so I been, kind of feel like he's just saying he, that to be an he's, ass.
6: He's been listening yeah, to yeah, us yeah, since I'm the beginning. Sure.
1: So I think Skin gets us. With,
6: with, him, with him, everything that he says you could take as sarcasm.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
6: Once in a blue moon, he'll do. He'll say. He'll tell you something
1: right. And we'll get into some of the stories of the week. Some of the things, Dave. I don't know what you're paying to paying attention to down there. Uh, if you're paying attention to anything, it sounds like you're just kind of having fun at this point in time.
6: I am. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm paying attention here and there. I'm. I'm. I'm out down with the Comey hearings. And didn't Jeff Sessions just uh, testify today? Um, but he I get never, into these he arguments. And everybody thinks I'm pro-Trump. He, I'm like, I'm not pro-Trump. I just don't buy any of this fucking Russian shit, especially with the uh, reality winner. I'm like, I, that's fucking too easy, man. That, is, that was that was a gift basket of here's 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 a, let's float this out and let's catch the person before the day drops. And uh, let's say how it was caught. And, you know, within 24 hours, it, the the case was closed and tied up in a, in a nice little bow. And here you go. And it's just that's just it's common. Not micro dots are common knowledge to anybody in the IT field.
1: I've known about micro dots for fucking 20 years. I, I figured right? the problem out. Am I sounding better to you now?
6: I <laughs> sound like you're there. What, what did you do this time?
1: Uh, well, I didn't realize when I cleaned the board over the weekend when I was moving it. I turned down the, uh, the uh, outline to you. So why did I hear you good when we were talking? Because there's nothing else hour going on. on.
6: I don't All know, right. but it's fixed now, right? Yeah, you know, it's, an hour into the show is a perfect time to get that done. I yeah, love you, Dave. You know super. I love you.
1: Look, back good to the old time. Saturday you know, night. You know, I love it.
6: When, 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 when Mark and I did a, a, a show when I first got down here, you know why it sounded fucking good? Because you tested before. Because we tested it. <laughs> I know. Both of both of us have third world fucking bandwidth, and we sound better than tonight.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to make sure I put something out here. Uh, Dave, you can appreciate this. You know, Steve, he's a friend of yours, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pantera from the Bubble Love Fun Show. He went off on disability, or or was trying to go off on disability. Well, uh, he had to quit his job to try to get disability. Right. right. Because After he not work for thirty and- plus years. Right. Yeah, so uh he's got a go me going right now um and mm-hmm. and I'm going to support it and I want everybody out there if you got the ability to help somebody out who has got um localized what is it called here i was diagnosed with epilepsy localization related focal partial symptomatic e- epilepsy and epileps- epileptic syndromes um and he had to quit his job because yeah. he couldn't work anymore after trying very hard uh, so but he couldn't, you know,
6: couldn't travel back and forth to work because you can't you can't have a license uh, when you have epilepsy. You know, he had he had an epileptic seizure on air. Uh, remember, I don't know how yeah. many years ago. Shannon uh, was one. still
1: Shannon was still there. I remember Shannon was yeah. in the studio then. Yeah. So if you can help out somebody who needs it uh, and if you go to his GoFundMe, it's uh PA nine BV dash Steve's medical fund. Uh, yeah, and- why don't you why don't you tweet that out again? Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> But but you'll see he's got a Rebel Inc. t shirt on. So he's, you know, he, he's oh, that's cool. he's with us. You know, he loves yeah. he loves freedom and uh yeah, he, you know, uh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I've been to, I've been to his house twice,
6: and you know why. Um, <laughs> but I got to you know I got to talk to him just one on one, you know, just talking about, you know, the the the, the process of going on disability and how right. you gotta deal with how it sucks and you know I was like, listen, I lost everything while, while on this path. Uh, I was just like, I, I hope that you could actually uh, hold some of it because it takes two fucking years for them to tell you, yes, you could do this. Even though, like, in my case, I have, there's a genetic, there's a DNA test that, that states that I have this disease. They just try to hope, they hope that you die beforehand. So they just, they just, you know, so he needs stopgap, you know, money. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't have a big house. He's got a small house in Pasco County. Actually, it's, it's, it's like five minutes away from my son's sometimes house. Uh-huh.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that personally, private. No,
6: no, no more. Okay. Well, I won't talk to you about that. Forget okay. It. I no, I've washed my hands of the whole thing. Uh, it just, he's looking at if if if. Uh, let's take a break.
1: <laughs> it tastes like all right. Let's just we gotta take a break. I'm done. I can't talk about it. All right, guys, we will take a break. We'll come back. We'll get into some topics uh, of the week. Uh, what's been going on? What what have we been thinking? What we're feeling? Uh, it is the first fifty-two Raz Radio Live and all those other networks. We'll be back with you. And hold on, I gotta find my buttons here and things to do. I gotta push buttons and and move things around. We'll be back. I'm Sean Raz, and I screw words up. Stay tuned. The first 52 will be right back.
8: Become the butchers to cut you into profit. For
1: well, Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's from
5: Raz
0: Radio.
8: Raz is our guy.
0: I mean, you Sean, Mother F, and Raz. Become the
5: butchers to cut you into
1: profit. I'm with the Raz. I'm with the Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, six to eight PM. RazRadioLive The simple power of three.
0: Casting show or something? Chocolate Drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What, what
5: is the Chocolate Drop a show about?
0: Chocolate Drop? Drop it on us. I kind know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh hip-hop. Rat turd Politics. Man skewing. Music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the Chocolate Show <laughs> that's man skewing, yes? Rat Turcho. RazRadioLive.com. There you okay. go. and when does it air, buddy? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best. The, cho- the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Ret-der-ju. Knock yourself out, kid. Ret-der-ju. The ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go.
8: What's the call? Con- the streets where things are gritty in the lounge on the east side of town in new york city where the rich show face in the air is something sleazy suit and ties get away from their wives the women easy an upscale atmosphere with some wallow, consumed by material life inside the hollow like the chick at the bar smoking on a cigar quick her heart pumps fast as stare sharp as guitar picks she sees a man with another skirt the type to triple her net worth for making your neck jerk and that's a goddamn shame because she was packing a nine and a crime was no Game, So I'm ducking to a restroom Following shooting late shots as the bass went boom She can't remember how she got in this place Took a look in the mirror but didn't recognize her own face When
9: I'm singing my-
10: It's dark night, more like love at first sight Around midnight, we might just see a bar fight It never fails now that Mickey's out of jail He was Jimmy's friend, the one that left the phony paper trail Heard he got cold feet, so we got off the street But he was in too deep, the man was never the same And now his new thing looks like alcohol and cocaine And in the streets that's fresh But up in here, this place, it's nothing but stress Can a man be changed? In an insane world, the crazy man becomes king. Or is it just this place? That's known to steal your soul. I hope you brought your suitcase. Or was it just too late late. to go back in time before a chick blue
9: face? When I'm sick.
8: Cash, but still not enough. He started moving packs. No need for crack. This place was upscale. Ecstasy and coke were number one on the sales. No worries about jail. He had cops on the books. One wiki had you fixed as well as the crooks. But tonight he was shook caught by the devil's eye. Red dress blowing smoke, hand resting on a thigh, shine like diamonds in the sky. He stopped for a minute, but had to keep moving. and. Had up the digits, he was trying to live it the American dream, a life full of schemes obtained by any means he tried to up the profit by trying to mix it up, but the word on the street is that it wasn't good enough, Joe met him at the club, said they had to talk just come with me and let's take a little walk when
9: I'm singing, my heart's bleeding
5: But yo, don't let Kobe, don't let all this celebrity news fool you right now. All this stuff going on in the news. It's just a trick to get your mind off the war. That's all it is. It's a trick to get your mind off the war. Okay? I think Bush sent that girl to Kobe's room. Bush sent that girl to Kobe's room. Bush sent that little boy to Michael Jackson's house. Bush killed Lacey Peterson <laughs> Bush. Bush was fucking Paris Hilton in that video <laughs> All to get your mind off the war. The Bush lied to me, they all lied to me they like, we gotta go to Iraq Cause they the most dangerous country on earth They the most dangerous regime in the world If they so dangerous, how come it only took two weeks to take over the whole fucking country? <laughs> shit. Man, you couldn't take over Baltimore in two weeks. (laughs) Now, the war was cool. When the war started, it was great, man. Brought out a lot of patriotism. Patriotism, beautiful. Beautiful. But slowly but surely, the patriotism turned into hatredism. People start freaking out. The war was weird, man, because you watch TV, man, and you see these weird white guys. Nobody here. You guys okay. But, uh, <laughs> see these weird white guys getting overly patriotic, and they have their fucking flag hats on, and their flag drawers, and their flag pickups. And I'm American, man. I'm American. Fuck all these fucking foreigners. I'm American. I'm American. You're like, hey, calm the fuck down. I'm American. There was a lot of accepted racism when the war started. There's accepted. I'm American, man, I'm American, man, fuck all these foreigners. And that was cool. There was, I'm American, I'm American, man, fuck the French. That was cool. I'm American, I'm American, fuck all these Arabs. And that was cool. Then they went to, I'm American, I'm American, fuck all these illegal aliens. Then I started listening, because I know niggas and Jews is next. (laughs) Like any day now, that train's never late. <laughs> but the whole country's got a fucked up mentality, man. We all got a gang mentality. Republicans are fucking idiots, and Democrats are fucking idiots, and conservatives are idiots, and liberals are idiots, and anyone that makes up their mind before they hear the issue is a fucking fool, okay?
1: Hey, guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to The First 52, where you can hear
6: the inmates run the insane asylum.
10: I dig it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
10: oh, cool and had a ball, and I'm looking for some...
1: All right, guys, welcome back to The First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Confluence, Radio Chaos, and the D, the Disruption Networks. There, you happy Dave? I got them all. Figured it out. I hope you like it. So All right, guys, it is still the 13th of June. It is still the first 52. We're here. We're going to figure out what we're going to do next. Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of different things. I actually have some ideas pulled up uh, over there already. Uh, Dave, you, you, you still over there? You can hear me now? I'm still here. I can hear you loud and clear now that no, you, you fixed, fixed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, shit happens. I don't know what to tell you. Honey, how are you over there? Uh, awesome. Uh, awesome. Any thoughts on Stephen?
3: Uh, he was very interesting. Not what I expected, and uh, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. The comment he made at the end about the hero complex because I did kind of <laughs> think that a little bit. If I'm honest, yeah, no,
1: that's, <laughs> be honest. There's nothing wrong with being there honest. Were
3: a couple of times where I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> but, uh, I don't you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't
1: know if you guys remember. A few months ago, I did an interview with Mark Shaw. Of Mark Shaw book books.com he wrote a book called um the reporter who knew too much it was a, the story about dorothy kilgren uh, they reopened the investigation he'll be joining us next week uh on the show here so that's going to be really interesting to discuss with him uh why the the investigation cause i think his book had something to do with the the reopening of the investigation so make sure you tune in for that he'll be seven o'clock next week and uh I, i'm excited about that one i really am he reached right out to me uh, so it's going to be an interesting interview you guys weren't involved in that first interview so uh yeah but i'm
6: well aware i'm well aware of him in his book
1: because like i said i heard him on
6: uh lou rockwell a couple years back and it was just it's an intense you know the concept that the woman that kind of <clears throat> was looking into stuff you know isn't isn't around anymore
1: it just mysteriously dies imagine yeah. that. yeah people just mysteriously die all the time when the US government's involved. I mean, let's be honest here. So, honey, do some research this week, check into that. If you got any questions, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean it that way. I'm not trying to be a dick. I <laughs> uh, I can see her now, Dave. You don't understand. I can actually look at her and she's looking at me with that face like you're being a dick. <laughs> no, it's
3: just it's hilarious. You're so bossy and it's cute.
1: <laughs> you right. live with me. You should know this. <laughs> so, um I mean, whether
3: I take you seriously or not is another story, but it's adorable. Okay. Good for
1: you. You done? <laughs> Good. Glad. I feel better. You feel better now?
3: <laughs> By the way, yes. so uh, going back to the first hour, um, <laughs> I I had a thought that occurred to me. And you even confessed to, you were like, I'm not so great with words. But I think what we should start doing is I should get you a word of the day calendar. And then every Tuesday, I'll quiz you on one of the random words that you went through that week, and you'll have to pronounce it and tell me what it means.
1: Jeez, what do you make think me, of that you idea? You make me learn.
3: I'm going to help you. Should we do that? You think that'd be a good little Tuesday routine?
6: I think it would. It would, it, would it would work one day, and then he would get angry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd get angry real fast. Probably. Aww. I could see that actually happening that way. What's um, happening? Something I didn't mention earlier, and I actually meant to, but Steve wanted to go a little early, so it kind of threw me off. Um, As most of you know, I did EMS up in Jersey for a long time. And uh, one of the people that worked with me on the crew, I I was on her crew at one point in time. She helped me grow as a a young man. Uh, Her daughter was only a year older than me. Her son's a couple years younger than me. Uh, I just found out yesterday she passed of cancer. Yet another person taken from this world i she's probably maybe god how old was sharon maybe maybe 58 59 years old um uh, just gone with cancer what kind of cancer i, I don't know i didn't want to ask him because i didn't even know she was sick she blocked me a few years ago from facebook because uh she didn't like what i said about nine eleven. Mm-hmm. and uh either way she was still a very influential part of my life uh, so I I didn't even know she had cancer. It was a kind of a surprise. Yeah, so I, and last night, sorry, honey, I got very really upset last night because it kind of like she was, when I was young, she was like my second mom. You know, mm-hmm. she was one of the they only lived a, less than a quarter mile from my house. I hung out with her daughter, all like all the people I hung out with. We all hung out kind of at their house because it was in between. Uh, if we weren't at my house, so. Uh, mm-hmm. Just rest in peace, Sharon, and thank you for all the years of of education and and teaching you gave me. Uh, that ties into though a story, and I've been sitting on a couple stories here for like a week or two, so don't mind me if they're older stories. Uh, last week, a story came out. I can't find my mouse. Where's my mouse? Mouse? Where are you? Hello, mouse. Well, there you are. Found my mouse. Drug deaths in the, in America are rising faster than ever. And then we're not talking about drug drugs. Did we talk about this last week? No. No, I
3: okay. don't think so.
1: Drug overdose deaths in 2016 most likely exceed 59,000 people. The largest annual jump ever recorded in the United States, according to preliminary data <laughs> compiled by the New York Times. The death count is the latest consequence of an escalating public health crisis, Opio- opioid addiction, now made more deadly by an influx of illicit illicitly manufactured fentanyl and similar drugs, drug overdose now the leading cause of death among Americans under fifty. the leading cause of death of American under fifty are prescription drug deaths okay so uh, I can't even wait for the end of the article
6: um. 50,000 deaths, right? What is it? 50, 59,000 59, deaths? 59,000. Okay. That is more than gun deaths and car deaths combined, right? Cuz it's
1: about 30 each, right? The peak car deaths was in 1972 and that peaked out at approximately 55,000. That was in right, 1972. So let's
6: let's 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 just look at the medical industrial complex and what it's doing for our population, All right. So 59,000 deaths. Due to legal drugs. And can I, wait, I
1: want to interject something here real fast. Peak gun deaths was in 1993, and that was approximately 39,000. That was peak gun deaths. And typical, that's gun deaths, and half of those are usually
6: suicides. Right. Or Um, cop killers. (laughs) (laughs) So 59,000 people a year die because of uh, uh, approved medicine put out by the, the uh, medical industrial. Industrial Yeah. Bernie Sanders on his fucking website puts, and I, I've known I've known this for a number of years that medical mistakes cause a lot of deaths. Yes, it we talked about that
1: two or three years. Two or three years ago, we talked about that.
6: Four hundred thousand people a year die from medical expense. So let's just say now we got four hundred fifty thousand people just medical mistakes and pharmaceutical legal, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals are killing. Oh, half, half a million, million people, people a, year. a year that's scary you know Ugh.
1: yeah and marijuana is not legal well that's because that would keep people alive just like we were talking it's about probably psilocybin cut
3: that in half well no just you like said, you said like on the table is like accounts for a good two hundred thousand.
6: yeah jesus yeah, so here, he, you know, everyone is, you know, there's a big hubbub about medical. Everyone needs medical insurance. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's fighting to be a part of this fucking system that kills half a million people a year. I just don't understand what the hell's wrong with the people of this of America. Well, the problem okay, is, I can't say this country anymore because I'm not there.
1: Health insurance. The problem is health insurance is not really health care. No, it's, it's health it's sick treatment. Care. It's sick care. Health treatment. You know, you don't go see a doctor when you feel good. There's no preventative really into it. Yeah, you the, know, the doctors do not have like a half a day of
6: nutrition uh, studies for their. They don't tell you how to eat. They don't tell you what to, what you should do. They just they're basically now doctors are now a web a live version of WebMD, right? Because you come in, you you describe what what your symptoms are. They look it up in a book and they say, all right, here's the pill to take. Right? They never really tell you. Um, what to do all right just to give you an idea the uh a month ago i had see, seen a podiatrist here in Guatemala right he's and, and a gringo guy he he volunteers his time once a week at this mayan family's uh clinic up the road um going he cut your head off No. the whatever you think about down here is is the is, total opposite I feel so fucking safe in this place and I'll tell you another story of a couple of days ago but anyway, I was over there um. <laughs> Uh, he didn't charge me a fucking plug nickel right and and a plug nickel down here is worth you know f- f- a quarter of a cent in the states um, He tended to my feet right and turns out i had i was having pre ulcer you know an ulcer is basically just a wound in my foot, and I had one big one which got infected um and a couple little ones that were working around and he actually cleaned all that shit out, told me what to do you know what you know what I have to do now for the rest of my life what instead of taking a pill. To try to you know fix these problems with my feet. Your
1: feet. You have to like use soap on your feet, like oh, just,
6: once just a day. Lotion, yeah,
1: just lotion. Okay. Come out of the shower
6: and lotion them up because it's the drying that creates the cracks that then creates the fissure that creates the ulcer. Because I have neuropathy, um, I can't. My my body doesn't. Um, my feet the damage happening. Well, aside from that, it doesn't heal probably because I have low bullet, low uh, circulation. Gotcha. So, you know, whatever ha- like whatever happens to my
1: foot takes a month to heal. All right, like so how do we my- spin into this from drug overdosing in the United States?
6: Because I'm telling you, how the fucking medical industry here helps people, and the shit over there
1: hurts people. Okay, that, I just I was trying to pull the tie in together, just so everybody knew what we were talking about. That we motherfucker helped
6: me. Spent 45 minutes with me. Didn't charge me shit. And now for the rest of my life, all I got to do is fucking put lotion on my feet. Lube your feet I daily, got Dave. What
1: lube your feet
6: daily? That's what I do. And you're too so I can't old. wait to one sooner or later. I'm gonna because I use, <laughs> I come out, I come out of the shower. The first thing I do is I grab my fuck. I grab oh, yeah. socks, right? Right. Uh, but sooner or later, I'm gonna put lotion on my feet and stand up and forget no, to put yeah. the
1: socks. You can't on. do that, dude. We've already yeah, done that I'm once. Gonna, I'm gonna go sliding across the fucking yeah, floor. No, no more, no more falling on your head and ever again. <laughs> We've already done that with you once. So yeah, guess what? I was I was drunk then too. So we get to this, uh, this story that all these people are dying in the United States from drug overdose. The, the highest rates are in, uh, let's see here. The initial data points to so large increase in drug overdoses, de- overdose deaths in states along the East Coast, particularly Maryland, Florida, Pennsylvania, and Maine. Uh, in Ohio, which filed a lawsuit last week accusing five drunk co- drug companies of abating the opio- opioid epidemic. We estimate overdose deaths increasing by more than 25 percent in 2016. You know, if there was, if there was a new drug that were, let's just say, uh,
6: fire it right, all. So remember, remember, no, not just remember spice from four or five years ago, right? You know, spice is just a synthetic version of, of marijuana. You know how fucking fast laws uh, were
1: enacted because of bath that salts, shit. Bath salts. Bath salts. Look at what happened with that. Bath salts. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was uh, that other one? Uh,
3: it started with an S.
1: salvia
6: salvia Salvia, right that stuff is
3: insane insane Uh, i remember when it was legal and our (laughs) our roommates got it he sean tried it he freaked out i wouldn't let her touch it he was like don't even try it That, that is horrible
1: and i've done I coke and acid when I and saw pcp and oh and that was like oh my god it was so
3: weird yeah i had right. no
1: control i didn't know what was going on all i know is when i finally came around my pants were around my ankles and they said i was saying my legs are on fire
3: yeah he thought his <laughs> legs were on fire he was convinced he was telling us like oh my god you can't see it my legs are on fire he's freaking out i'm it was like just
1: burning
6: it was weird yeah. but and here's that the thing was legal Right. But but no, as soon as as soon as word got out, boom, illegal. Right? They they the fucking laws went through all fifty states. Right. Oh I I think it's still illegal in New York. Um but that's that's what I'm saying. If it's if if it's a fun drug and they and now nobody's making money off of it, if it's just some you know somebody somebody's mixing some shit together and selling it at the gas station, boom, illegal. If it's if it's through the uh, mil- uh, military, the medical industrial complex, and it goes through Pfizer and all those other things, but well, you know what? It's going to take a while for them to actually. Oh, there's no studies and blah blah blah, and what people. Yeah, I, honestly, there are people that need that, need those pills or need something like those pills. Um, So I, I'm not going to say that there, there needs to be a blanket, you know, uh, banning of all these things because, you know, I'm uber libertarian and I don't want anything banned. Um, But, you know, this war on drugs, you know, is, is is a failure. This fucking medical industrial complex is a failure. Everything that the government fucking gets involved in is a fucking failure. And unfortunately, and I t- believe,
1: unfortunately, it ties into what Stephen was talking about. I mean, all his problems are based around the, the medica- medications he was given in the military. Yeah, all the problems I can't wait he's to do addressing. more. I can't wait to do more research on Limerick's. Yeah, limericks. I, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how that all turns out. But then again, it usually just gets pushed to the side. Uh, yeah, big-
6: but, but, here's, but here's a tool that you could use to unlock people's minds. Oh, uh, you, do you believe all vaccines are safe? Yes. Why? Blah, 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 blah. Hey, well, let me tell you about this Limerick's stuff. You know, it was in blah, 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 blah. And now they don't sell anymore because they, it's, it's hurt too many people. The problem with... The problem with the other stuff is that it doesn't like. Let's just let's just say uh, the MMR causes uh, autism, right? Or
1: at least uh, helps it out a lot. Hey, shut that oh, bird up! I'm kidding. It's a joke. I, I can't. I hear the bird. Even in the have background. the windows closed. I had to take have, my we'll headphone see. off to see if it was something in the background, like Mikey screaming, or if it was yeah. the bird. The only thing I could do is. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just escape. fucking with you. I'm sorry. I gotta get gotta, gotta talk closer now. I gotta, gotta get right on it. He's, you're four o'clock in the morning you're <laughs>
6: and all fucking night this is one dog that I swear to God I'm going to slit its throat uh, oh, just dude. barks all fucking night
1: <laughs> you can't slit a dog's if throat if I
6: find that dog I'm slitting its throat and I don't oh. even like saying that
1: but I'm going to slit that oh, goodness that is horrible
3: it took him way off his train of thought, and he was talking about MMR vaccinations.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That, well, we gotta, oh, by the way, not next week, but I'm going to talk to Matt this week about it. But I think we're going to do the vaccine debate the following week. We got Mark Shaw next week. So we'll do the Matt Major vaccine debate the following week after that. He's going to call in to this show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is he oh, angry that'll...
3: or something? Like no, so? no. He's
1: uh, He's open to discuss it you know he just doesn't understand
3: okay yeah i'm like out of the uh argumentative stage i remember when there i would just jump on any of those threads and like argue with these women about this vaccination that uh, 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 back and forth and my my youngest sister is still heavy in it and she'll she'll start sending me screenshots of like debates that she's in all day long and i'm just like man i can't like i just <laughs> i can't be doing yeah. that anymore i'm just so tired of that. i don't do that I don't anymore fight with anybody yeah. and i'm not against somebody that wants to go vaccinate their child because they feel like they're protecting yeah. their child they feel like they're looking at me like, oh my God, you're not doing every possible thing you can to protect your child. That's how they see that. And
1: I don't care. If somebody they don't wants...
3: see it the way that I see it. I and I've sympathized right. with that. I'm not judging them. They do their thing. I'm going to do my thing. And then that's right. that. I don't want to argue but, with these people. But the problem
1: is, is they won't let you do your thing. They're going to try to fight to make sure you well, some, have to do what they want you to do. Some, that's yes. the problem.
3: Some of them. Mentality. Yes, but there's anti-vaxxers that are that way, too. And I'm not jumping on that bandwagon either. Well,
1: (laughs) well, anti-vaxxers are not saying you cannot do it. They're just saying, well, (laughs) yeah, uh, you know, uh, Christopher. Yeah, he he, has zero tolerance for that. uh, And that's but he he's not trying. He's trying to prevent it from being made and be out there. He's not saying you can't do it if that's what you elect to do. Wait, Mm
6: -hmm. wait till till my fucking grandchild's born and I'm going to be like, hey. You should not vaccinate this kid. And then, you know, of course, they're going to fight me on it. no left and right. And I'm just going to be like, all right. Let's just take it w- one at a time. Let's let's you know, yeah. let's what's that. Uh, Dr. Diaco He's like two and two Two and
3: talking uh, one at a time spaced out. Right.
6: So, I, I you know, I'm going to I'm going to hit them with the anti-vax thing. And then I'm going to be like, all right, let's settle for this. Right. You know, just
1: let's space
6: yeah, that. We'll shit
3: find a middle ground. I'm sure. Right.
1: <laughs> all right. So here I I posted this today. I'm sure you guys saw it. Honey, you can pull it up on Facebook. No, I've been, I've been out having fun all day. Oh, okay. Well, I've been working, so I'm sorry. I'm yeah, not retired thanks. like you. Uh, the, the the video I posted, it's a natural news video, which I don't usually post them, but it was one that just kind of came across. I'm like, oh, I'm going to share this. Uh, it's about the Amish who don't get vaccinated and they rarely get autism, cancer, heart disease. That's what the whole video is about. It goes through oh, that yeah. whole thing. So some of the comments below that, uh, just kind of entertaining comments. I, I want to read a couple of them. Uh, aren't they kind of inbred and possibly don't have the dna for it that's one comment talking about the amish that they're inbred and they don't have the <laughs> dna for vaccines to work for right, them, right or they don't have the the dna to get autism or whatever she's saying uh right. they they also don't have doctor doctors capable of diagnosing it such bullshit that's the comment from that <laughs> one so basically saying that they don't have doctors who are capable of diagnosing diseases
3: i mean they don't really leave their communities so but
1: they go i to mean doctors.
3: that's a fair thing to say though they're not going to go to a doctor i've got somebody often, else if ever i've got
1: somebody else saying the amish do vaccinate don't pay, pay post natural nonsense citations links here
3: well i think it was about amish children that don't vaccinate but the other end of the argument that people make with, you know, assessing just Amish children, which they said this about homeschooled children, too, as if homeschooled well, we children have that study. stick to one certain diet, which is ridiculous. Right. I thought it was great that they did this with homeschooled children because you have such a diverse group in that. We've met a lot of homeschool families and they all eat different things. I thought it was a great range there. Yeah. Amish people, however stick to the same, you know, diet for the most part. So you know that there's, you do already have children that are basically on a completely organic, you know, home fed. They're not going to McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? So they have health benefits coming just from that. So it kind of will put that off kilter. The one comment,
1: the last comment was one should study if their diets are different.
3: They are different.
1: So that was the last comment. That was the last comment in the in the comment thread there. I don't know. I just found the 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 doctors don't aren't capable of diagnosing it. It's just ludicrous because if you think about it, if they're not getting something that they need to go see a doctor about, then they don't have it obviously. So it doesn't need to be diagnosed or not because they would go to a doctor right severe... they're, not, they're not
6: adverse to they, they,
1: they go out into the
6: fucking pub. i mean there's a there's a huge uh amish community in sarasota they got the best food
1: uh, well, oh man
3: yes they do pennsylvania
1: where i grew up where, where not where i grew up where i lived for a few years before i moved here where my dad grew up mm-hmm. the amish community there is crazy
3: those men know how to make a sandwich <laughs>
1: <laughs> they
6: know how to make pies they know how to make everything <laughs> man <laughs>
3: yeah. Remember Yoders in Sarasota right around the corner. Oh, that Amish. Go get a yeah. sandwich. That's when she
1: worked the hair salon. Ooh.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> well, yeah,
6: so it turns out cuz I'm, you know, I've been doing a lot of research on on food now. Um and food, uh your your diet has so much to do with your well-being and not just your health, your your mentality. There's all this shit. Uh, Joe Rogan had his other woman on. Uh, About a week or so ago, fascinating fucking podcast. And this woman is a New York City uh, psych doctor. What do you call those psychiatrists? And uh, she has cured people just by diet. Um, And you know, and and and, but she 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 prescreens her people. You know, like if she gets a negative Nancy, you know, yeah, I'm not going to do this. And she even she even says that there might be a placebo effect. You know, that I'm going to tell you that if as long as you're open to it, I'm going to tell you that this is going to work. There is a but she has a high success rate of getting weaning people off of these medications. And she talks about the efficacy of um, the efficacy of some of these uh, antidepressants are only 30 percent. Guess what the success rate or the efficacy of a placebo is um, <clears> 30 percent. So uh, you really can like fix most of your ailments if you eat and live healthy and i'm and i'm kind of experiencing that now the last four or five months you know i'm i'm healthier than i've ever
1: been i've been i walk around more now than i have in the ever last before. seven fucking years right. what ever before i was saying yeah walk miles you're walking yeah. around more you're getting around more
6: yeah and i fucking hate i hate walking around here man i didn't fucking flat surface anywhere i can't <laughs> tell you how many times i rolled my ankles um and eventually, I'm gonna snap something. There you are. But, uh, yeah, I... ooh, I don't know if that was thunder or fireworks. Ooh, that's thunder.
1: There's a cloud coming. <laughs> like yeah, we was,
6: might be. We might have to shut. Well, I might. Well, I was hoping to early. make. I'm
1: glad to make it through the show because I thought we had storms rolling past us earlier today uh, that were just intense, crazy storms. Uh, but they stayed. Yeah. They stayed just east of us, so we made it. I, I don't.
6: Honestly, uh, there are a couple of things I miss about Florida. Uh, but those fucking violent Sunday, you know, afternoon storms, I don't miss. I mean, it, there's a there's a little bit of violence here, nothing like fucking Florida,
1: you know. I get a I get a thunderstorm, I get a bolt of lightning here and there, but you know, Spe- nothing. Speaking of violence, this is a story I've been sitting on, so I really want to get to it. So let me play this one here real fast. Hopefully, there's there's audio to it. I hate when they give these. Oh wait, I got that muted. That's why that's not working. I'll re bring that. Back. See, I hate when they do that. I thought there was audio. Like, f- anyway, uh, Dave, did you see that? Uh, finally, the cop in uh, Cleveland who shot Tamara Rice. Remember that story? Sure. Twelve-year-old with a BB gun. Yep, yep. He uh, he finally got fired. Yeah, Keep going. Yeah, hold on. Uh, in November of uh, dude, dude, wait a minute. Did he get fired for because he shot Tamir Rice? No, no, unfortunately right. not. He, he got, got fired because he, he lied on his application. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. He lied, got fired from another department, and lied so, on his application. He should have never been a cop to begin with, and that 12-year-old boy wouldn't be yeah. dead. Yeah, well, you never know. It might might be some
6: other badge-heavy motherfucker that would have shot him anyway. Uh, and listen, you know, the kid, uh, I, I don't know. Oh, and the and the and the other guy who did the driving—he got, he, he got suspended. Well, I'm just telling you. If I fucking rolled up in some some fucking twelve-year-old, even though we look, especially in this town, you know, there are fucking eight-year-olds working on a you know, uh, uh, push cart. Um, but if there was a fucking twelve-year-old that I saw pulling something out, um, I might get a little scared. Um, but then again, I also wasn't wasn't it? Didn't what did they he say say
1: Mikey it? next time he's running around with my BB gun? He could shoot
6: me. He could pull out my own gun and point it at me and shoot me, and I wouldn't do anything.
1: <laughs> what were you going to say now?
6: Uh, well, I, I, from what I understand, there was reports of a BB gun, and you know the dispatch should have told everybody and blah blah blah. blah. But whatever, yeah. you know, it, it, the thing is, all right. Sean, what a, what's the reality of this guy getting hired by another fucking department, you know, 6 months down or worse, getting hired by the same department a year later and then the fucking then have to get paid uh, back pay.
1: No, cuz we've seen this. The the video I saw um and, and what I had seen of the the sheriff or the the main ch- police uh, chief of police was very pissed off about the whole situation. Uh, based on what I've read here, it says here uh, Timothy Loman's termination is effective immediately, Cleveland Police Chief calvin williams said at a press conference tuesday as he announced the end of a years-long investigation in the rookie who killed tamara rice uh it goes into a history says here a quick look at the history of officer timothy loman shows that he has a short and troubled past with police work in fact loman was actually terminated from his last job as a police officer because they did not think that he was mentally capable or mature enough for the job However, because police are often granted the privilege of quitting before they are charged with a crime, Lohman was allowed to resign before the department officially fired him. After he was let go by the City of Independent Police Department in December of 2012, he quickly rehired with the Cleveland Police Department in March of 2013. Instead of vetting their officer by simply calling his previous department, the Cleveland Police hired him and he went on to murder a child. Obviously, Uh, The free Mm -hmm. thought project is going to interject their opinion, but that's cool. As Bud feeds, uh, Bud Bud feeds, Buzz. I'm thinking of something. Obviously, (laughs) Buzzfeed's reports on Tuesday. Williams said that he believes these falsehoods in Loman's application would have come out eventually, but admitted that the department would have learned about his past employment history as quickly if this didn't happen. In other words, it took the death of an innocent child at the hands of one of their officers. Before they decided it would be a good idea to look at Loman's past
6: yeah, you know there should be a better, a, a better vetting process you know it, it, it takes in the state of Florida, if you want to cut hair, how long does it take you to how long do you go to school for 2500 hours right? Yep, yeah yeah, so in order for you to cut someone's hair, uh, you have to go to school for 2500 hours. How long do you have to uh, go to school for uh, what's the training for a cop?
1: Uh, eight weeks, six. Six, Six weeks, weeks. Uh, maybe a good department eight, but uh, it, it was funny. Smile. It was funny. Wait, wait, I got a story. So Mikey had his first dance recital this past weekend, right, Dave? Ghostbusters, yeah, Ghostbusters, and it was a it was a good dance recital. We hadn't eaten, we weren't, we didn't plan properly, oh my God. so I got a little grumpy. <laughs> you know how I get when I'm hungry, right? he was Hangry. Yeah, I was, I was hungry. So we go, we go to the dance recital, and it's three and a half hours long.
3: It was a long.
1: It was way too long, but okay. It's it cool. a lot longer. We get out of there. We go to we go to a restaurant. I won't mention the restaurant's name. It, it, the, the, the food was good. It turned out good in the long run. But anyway, we go to a restaurant, and this guy comes up. He's our waiter, which first off, he came like 20 minutes after he'd been sitting there with nothing in front of us. That's okay. We'll figure through that. So he comes up, and he's kind of like a muscle-head-looking guy, all right? You, you got the guy in mind? You know, maybe mm-hmm. like maybe five, eight
3: yeah Mr. biceps through his black t-shirt yeah guy.
1: you yeah. know mm-hmm. like 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 muscle bro like Jim right Jim gym right. gym rat, gym, gym rat yeah yeah so
3: picture painted
1: kind of <laughs> kind of douchey kind of kind of douchey kind of uh you know the like yeah. short 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 hair yeah Bus really short, yeah, yeah. Yeah, short yeah. hair Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh he's kind of douchey and I order and everybody's kind of being stupid and i'm I'm in a mood
3: he was doing a fake nice thing too yeah. You know, like cupping his hands and like, what can I do for you kind of crap.
1: <laughs> so we go through this and I order a beer that they should have and they don't have. So I order another beer that they should have and they don't have. So I order another beer that they should have and they don't have. So finally, like six beers ordered later, I finally get a beer. I order a wine for my grandma. They don't have it. Got to get her something else. So anyway, we go back and forth with this guy and... and he comes around and he kind of regains my trust and, and, and pulls the nose up on the whole situation. And we move forward and we get our food and everything's going well. So he comes over to order dessert. <clears throat> comes over to to do the desor- dessert order. And as he's standing there, all of a sudden you hear all the screaming and all the employees coming from the back. And they're wishing him a farewell. It's his last night at work. Your guy? Yeah, our, our waiter. It's his last okay. night there. I'm like, man. And, and again, he did a good job bringing it around, had a good attitude. I think he realized that we weren't being, going to be douchebags and we just wanted to, to get through the night and blah, blah, blah. So he worked with us and did a good job. I was really appreciative of what he did. So they come up with this, this whole thing. And it turns out it was his last night at the restaurant because he was going to be a cop in Cape Coral. Oh. <laughs> so fucking waiter yeah uh, a
6: gym rat raider is now going to be fucking pulling you over yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And it could be In cape, cape, cape coral, coral which is probably yeah. one of the worst freaking departments within 100 miles of me
6: that's that's actually one of the places i was considering moving to that's you where... gotta find me a place close close to no here. you gotta
1: <laughs> move into where yeah you, you'll be right by us don't worry dude there's diff. There, the, the fucking real estate's going ridiculous by you too yeah well you'll be renting so uh but anyway yeah, i know so, so this guy's going to be a Cape Coral cop. The, the Cape Coral, remember the dude that got his arm broken a few years ago by the cops? He was sitting outside the restaurant waiting for his girlfriend to get off. They came up, and they approached the, the truck, and he kind of spazzed. No, I don't remember. He ran away, right. and there was a video of him getting beat by the cops, and they broke his arm with a flashlight. No, I don't remember that, but uh, yeah. I don't
3: remember that either.
1: I, that was in Cape Coral, too. We talked about it. Uh, I think it was right before. Well, I might have been on my own at that point. No, I think we were still together. All right, m- move along. Anyway, <laughs> hi, Mikey.
9: Hi, Dave.
1: You already- hey, Mikey. You already got to talk to Dave. Go goodbye, bye. <laughs> bye, <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> Thank Bye-bye. you. Yeah. That goes to kid. Um, okay. So I guess a lot of activists over in Syria. You know, we don't talk about this very often. I'm definitely not going to talk about the Trump shit. I keep saying that. I, I think that's all just a big distraction. But did you see this white phosphorus uh, in Syria thing here? What do you uh-huh. think? Of, what do you think of that one, Dave? All right. Well, I happen to know the, where it came from. Oh, where did it come from? Well, ISIS. Russia actually. did it.
6: Russia did no, it. No, no, Russia, <laughs> Russia, Russia. No, ISIS reported um, that they were using white phosphorus uh, on uh, people there. Right then, that, then it went to some.
1: Like ISIS, ISIS friendly. Was you, ISIS was
6: using. No, seriously, ISIS was using. No, no. ISIS. ISIS reported that the, US that the United is. States yeah, was sure. u- was using it, and uh, then it got picked up by some Syrian friendly or some friendly ISIS friendly uh, news outlet. Then Russia Today picked it up, and like I've I've known about this for a week already because I I read it from the first. Uh, I, I I was on my radar for the first time I saw it, and and writing it, the article was like, ISIS says it, and I'm like, all right, well, no one's gonna believe it. And does it really matter? You know, what's the difference? They're they're using bullets too and bombs. So is white phosphorus going to be worse? No, Uh, it's just right. It's just a way of trying to, I don't know, interject bullshit. And it it just, it's, it's like global warming, man. You know, the problem, the problem is polluting the earth. Okay, it's not about
1: temperature. Should stop chemtrailing, probably. Have you seen any chemtrails yet? After they start, Uh, have you seen any chemtrails yet? No. You, haven't, I seen one, you, you haven't seen one persistent jet contrail yet no, since you've been there? No, no. I, since I've been here, Sean, I've seen
6: probably a handful of helicopters fly around here. One private plane I heard uh, tubo, two, t- a twin turboprop f- buzzing by. That's it. The, I am I'm so far away from any flight path, from any commercial jets, that I don't see anything. I'm am dead serious because I look I well I don't look for it all the time but I'm I, you know I'm, I'm constantly aware of it you know because what because you fucking prick every time I look up <laughs> and I see one I you think know, to myself know. thank God Sean's not here um
1: but, but you don't you know, see any anymore because you look up and they don't that's not a UN nation so they don't spray chemtrails over non UN na- nations because they can't do that right. so you can keep that turns
6: mind. out we, all the chemtrails are all over the places where there happens to be high air uh, air uh, traffic but you know whatever.
1: Okay, you could say that if you'd like. I don't believe that. But I that just I did. I know. the Arizona doesn't have high air traffic like they show. I don't have that high of air traffic to have the number oh, of shit. trails here.
6: Oh, fucking shit. There are three fucking airports within 100 miles of you. Okay. and You know, you got Miami on one side. You got fucking Fort Lauderdale on the other no. side. You got Sarasota just north of you and then Tampa Airport and then Orlando.
1: Don't forget Punta Gorda. No that that little private one yeah no that's not a private airport panna uh two two airlines out of there now aren't there ooh yeah well, I was just talking about that little tiny
6: one that uh which there's nothing but private jets in there
1: oh, that's uh. grown actually they've they've enlarged that to take uh what's this a seven uh a seven twenty seven it can take like a a pretty decent sized plane now they extended the runway they're growing this that, area dude it's that's pretty intense, you know, because you know, having driven past that,
6: uh, the last time I was at your house when I was out looking for boat space, uh, and I just read the, uh, the 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 sign. It says, you know, private airport, and I just looked at, you know, you look, and it's there's just nothing but jets, and you know, it's not, it's not, you know, G sixes, G eights, right? Yeah, they're not fuck, they're not, they're not Cessna one seventy twos. You know, these are fucking
1: twenty thirty million dollar uh, planes oh, easy, that are yeah. that are there. Yeah. You know. All the Bushes uh, and the Clintons and yeah. all their friends. You know they got to get the Book of Grants somehow. All the fancy people. All the fancy pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should watch that tonight.
3: Hmm.
1: Cabin Boy. No. Yeah, let's watch Cabin Boy. I love Cabin Boy. You ever watch Cabin Boy?
6: I haven't seen Cabin Boy in 20 years.
3: Sorry. I've oh, wait. I stopped at public on the Way Home and Mikey picked out on Netflix.
6: Oh, or, okay. Oh, um, that's why Red I got Box. that email. Gotcha. Yeah. Go Sorry. ahead, Dave. All right, so- uh, I want to tell you that it only took me six weeks, but I found somebody that made me cannabis-infused uh, coconut oil. First of all, cold-pressed, non-GMO, all-organic coconut oil.
1: Right? Are you cooking with it or putting it on your skin? No, I'm I'm putting it in tea because uh,
6: okay. you know I was I was kind of up on the whole chocolate thing for the last six months that I was in the states. Well, why don't you? Cook and I with lo- it? Because I don't want to eat at the same time. Like, right now, as soon as I go, dude, it's going to be fucking 557. And I'm going to be uh, boiling water. Um,
1: <clears throat> okay. Uh, and I, I've actually just You're gotten so it. you so strange, I, Dave. You really are strange.
6: Well, I was going to do it an hour ago or an hour or so ago because uh, it takes about an hour for it to kick in. But my neighbor wants to try it. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll turn it on.
3: I didn't get to hear uh, the rest of the story about your neighbor.
1: Oh, you got a girlfriend now, don't you? We Not yet. We don't
3: know that. I don't know anything about Dave and person. his neighbor
1: girls. That's the problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to shit where he sleeps.
3: Yeah. No, I...
1: Well, no, I kind Michelle's of... Michelle's
3: listening, too. She's going to get on you for that one. <laughs> you don't Who? shit where you sleep,
6: Dave. <laughs> 66? Yeah. Yes. Oh, she already does. <laughs> Her and I... Uh, Message each other <laughs> back and forth, and as soon as I met this girl, like, I met this girl like two weeks ago, and I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be fucking her. I, I just had this feeling. right <laughs> oh uh, And then she moved in, <laughs> and then we went out last Saturday, and I was like, uh, nothing good. <laughs> what was nothing that? good? What? Yeah, nothing yeah. good's gonna come from this. I'm gonna next week. I really, like I can't believe I did
1: that. Most things don't so far. actually,
6: No, first, so far, I've been able to make sure nothing happens, but because I wasn't that drunk. I was able to
1: stop.
3: <laughs> Had I been, been drunk. able to make sure or she's been able to make sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, who's in <laughs> charge of this making sure here? <laughs> Me.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: That's what you say. <laughs> That's what you say, my friend. All right, um what else we got here? Honey, do you have anything that you uh, were thinking about?
3: Uh, you know what? I had a crazy week. My mother was in town. Mikey had his.
8: Don't remind me.
3: Recital. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been, you know, going with the flow. I've really been keeping my nose out of, and I've noticed no one's talking. There's a lull going on right now. About what? People just don't want to have anything to do with political conversation as of late at least not with me where i'm working
1: i told i told matt last week on on the thursday show i said you know i'm actually thinking about just forgetting the political talk and let's just do comedy and have fun and
3: uh, i'm not screw
1: that you know yeah. screw this whole political thing because it's, but it's you still so want frustrating to Talk
3: about something that matters i, I know.
1: mean well we can talk about medical stuff and I, you notice i don't bring up trump i don't get into this Russian bullshit. I'm not in the Comey thing. So weird, not, right? It's it's it is so sideshow, Bobbish. It's ridiculous. You know, like it literally is idiocracy. I mean, it's it's, it's here. It's arrived. We finally got to that point where. <laughs> Der,
3: welcome to Costco. I love you. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's, <laughs> <laughs> our society is. It, look at our society. I mean, look at look at how people are in general. It's just. Like, I kind of just want to sit back and be stupid and forget about it myself. I, I almost just want to... It'd be easier. It would be easier. It'd be a lot easier. But I can't. Like you said, we got to talk about something. Well, that's why we don't discuss the <laughs> politics end of it. I don't know what what's going to happen during the next election cycle thing.
3: Did but... we tell you, Dave, that we're going to do a week and a half camping trip? Mikey wants to do the camping thing. We're going to get all really? woodsy and go camping. going? We're going to, well... We're going to some state parks, so we're going to Jenny Springs, and then we're going to go to the Florida Caverns. Um, In the summer?
6: You're going to be camping in the heat of the summer? Yeah, but the springs are, like, really cool.
3: Like, I mean, they have really cool water, and it's well-shaded. It'll be all right. We're outdoorsy. You know that.
1: Yeah, we're always outside doing something. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) well, Yeah.
6: I would I would bring a camper with me with power and air conditioning. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: That's I know you would. I, I know, but Mikey wants to do real camping. We're going mm-hmm. to try to make this a situation. We just got a tent and all kinds of good stuff. And,
6: yeah. I, I wish you guys would have told me this. I have a, I have a tent. I have a camping box. I got two stoves. I got all kinds of stuff. I just gave away the easy up. Uh, wow. I got LED lights. I got all this I had all this great shit. If you had told me two months ago, uh, yeah, I would have saved you four dollars $500 and, and stuff. Yeah, okay. And you would you would have saved me from storing this crap.
1: Sure. <laughs> well, there you go. Now we know better.
3: I'm looking forward to it. I want to see It'll the, be fun. the neat little places. Uh,
1: so after after here, ha- after here, after the first 50... The... <laughs> Just take, <laughs> take first, one. Start take over. two. Take five. After the first 52 here on the Disruption Networks on the D channel... Make sure to check out Ease Bees and Beat Ease Bees and Beats. Matt can't say it either, so I don't feel bad screwing it up. Uh, it, it's like kind of old school hip hop. They do some music, uh, they do some conversation. I've joined them before and just got like really drunk and just talked with them after the show. Uh, good group of guys, and it's just music. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, check it out uh, over on Radio Confluence. I know somebody's got something. I remodeled my studio, so I don't have my list of stuff, but I am going to put a list together. So, everybody out there, please send me it. Uh, Jared, I think it's you, if I'm not mistaken. Or is it Natty? It's Canada.
6: Natty.
1: It's yeah, too Ooh, much work. God. You figure it out. Tell me.
6: I'm not running this fucking, I'm not. Run the show you no, are. No, you're, not. you're it's not. It's not the Dave Cunningham
1: show. It's no. not the Dave Cunningham channel. What does Bubba do? He sell, tells 25 to Google it. Hey, Google it. Figure it right. out. Send me a link. And he, send, and he pays like shit, but, but he pays somebody. <laughs> yeah, I pay you too. I pay you with love,
6: Dave. You know I love you. <laughs> right. You pay me so I can give you computers. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and I and I love you, Dave. You know that.
6: <laughs> How's that computer working out? Is it,
1: is it okay? It's working good. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get there. Okay. I'm going to do the video stuff soon. I got to... I'm thinking about following suit and getting a wish list, because I need some cameras. I need some digital cameras. So if you guys want to help me out, send me some digital cameras. Get a fucking board first, please. Yeah, I got a board. I got a board. No, get one that works. Nice. Ah, this wasn't the board's it's problem. It's we it's already it's fixed the problem. That's, that's that. That fucking thing. That thing should have been dead three years ago. <laughs> I love this thing. That shows that it's good.
3: Yeah, it's weird, but it's just right in there. It
1: shows that it's good. <laughs> All right, four toad, my brother. Wait, wait, dude, guys, seriously, we got to do Razzfest down here. Okay, you're gonna pay to ship everybody there. I can't go there for another couple years. Don't you remember? I thought it was just a couple thousand. No, I like might
3: a, get with Michelle though, and we might go for our birthday. Yeah, yeah I keep saying weekends. that.
1: I know, I know, I know. How awesome would that be? Well, we got the Guatemalan update. I want to thank, thank, I want to thank Stephen Cross. Oh, I got his shit turned off again. I can't Crosley. Uh, we'll get into his story some more. I'm sure he'll be sending me more information of what's going on with him. Um, maybe we'll get some YouTube YouTube stuff from him. Next week, we got Mark Shaw. Make sure you check out any of the stations running right now. they got something going on. E's, B's, and Beats on the D. Uh, Radio Confluence, we have... I'm pretty sure it's Nanny Jeff. There's something going on, I know that. Make sure you check it out. You guys be safe this week. We'll talk to you next week. Mark Shaw joining us. Peace out.
8: But it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace But I'm trying to be real they tend to be fake. But I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this rat race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off. Destination space. and I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But well, right from day one, I've been in this alone With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now's time to connect. It's an SOS, the data's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us, in the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode, moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent, with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown.
10: you guys so much. Thanks. First fifty twos the
8: bump diggity.